Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time, it's time for the Draft Dudes Podcast. What's better than this? Your hosts, the Draft Dudes themselves and co-founders of the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Guys being dudes on the Draft Dudes Podcast. And it starts now. Schubert, of course, floating around producing this thing. We're from the Draft Network, and we are brought to you by Bet Online, which is the number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Basketball is back, folks. Get in on the action over at Bet Online. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. So head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. It's BetOnline, and it's where the game starts. Kyle? Yes, Happy National Chocolate Day to you. Chocolate Day to you as well. Thank you. Oh, you said it. Got, you said it well. I got a better one. Happy National Breadstick Day to you. Um, uh, that's a toss up. That's a coin toss. Where where do you go? Where this is probably a, a mm. whole like big board or tier making mm. segment here, but. What restaurant serves the best bread? Okay, what did you say there? You said bread, correct? Yeah, I want to leave it a little bit more vague instead of breadsticks because a lot of places don't serve breadsticks, but the Olive Garden breadsticks... It's their their number one. It's their staple. We're not even going to discuss anything else. Texas Roadhouse, by far. The loaf? The, The dark loaf? No, it's their, like, the yeast rolls. They're so good. Kind of like Logan's. Do you guys have that? Logan's? No. no. I'm okay. I'm just going to throw out the cheddar biscuits at Red Lobster. I I, I just want to the throw time. them out there. I just am going to throw them out there. You guys can okay. do it what you will. Yeah, I'm going to oh, throw them away is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Oh, oh this is very controversial. Kyle loves the cheddar biscuits at Red Lobster. They are <laughs> to die for. <laughs> to die for. They are amazing. I'll it's give a you Kyle off the quirk. wall one. I'll give you an off-the-wall one for me. The Texas toast at Cane's that you get with your chicken fingers. Mm, never it's been. Good. Top of top of the line. It's good. All right. I get down with it. Takes on takes. Uh yeah, let's do it. Why not? You want to uh, what else we got going more. on? We, we could talk and more, two about more bread. And two truths coming up later. I don't want to participate this week. I'm I'm taking on takes. No, no, no. No. <laughs> no, you can't run. You can't run. We're doing it. Takes on takes episode 177 here on the show and then two truths and a lie later. I think I've got a good one this week. I think I spent a little bit extra time because I felt like I needed to try to stump you guys a little bit. We more. got him exactly where we want him, Joe. He's pressing. It's, 
Yeah, we're certainly <laughs> we're all staring up at you, sir. We're all staring up at you. But we will get uh, to some pressing. takes here in the meantime. This first take from Tell. Take, so far, Chris Ballard is the Kirk Cousins of GMs. He does what a good GM is expected to do. But when it comes time to pull the trigger and make a big move or make something happen, he takes the check down for each quarterback. At some point, if he doesn't prove he can be elite, then Ursay will move on from the mediocrity. And Tell... You should listen to the TD and Daily Podcast. I will use a cheap plug because I talked about this on the show this week, and I said the fact that he hasn't drafted a quarterback is going to be the exact reason why he gets fired, even though that was what he was trying to do to stop himself from being fired because he's certainly walking that fine line, and I think he stepped overboard. First little round of applause. I think there's a lot of creativity there, and I appreciate the, yeah. the thoughtfulness that was put into that, and I can see where he's going. I think where I, I don't – all the way buy into the Kirk Cousins comp for Chris Ballard is I feel like there's more hype when it comes to Chris Ballard and like like a little bit of a reality check on the, what the results have been and like philosophically and the way that he runs the organization like you can really love those things about Chris Ballard but simultaneously you also recognize some of his shortcomings and so I think with Chris, there's been kind of a discrepancy between the flash and reality. And with Kirk Cousins, at least at this point, I think everybody knows reality. There's not the flash. There's never been flash with Kirk Cousins. I think that's a, a very sufficient way to put it, Joe. Mistake from Tim. Take Kyle didn't go far enough when talking about the Halloween franchise. It is Agreed. an absolute it is an absolute <laughs> crime that those movies are still being made. There is literally a scene where Michael Myers and Jamie Lee Curtis kiss. Now I will tell you, I have a bit of a tough time with you calling him Michael Myers and then just not putting Jamie Lee Curtis's name in the movie there and just putting Jamie Lee Curtis. It feels a little weird to to go that direction. I haven't seen a single second of any of these movies, and I know that I don't need to because of the vitriol that they get on the internet. Does, does Joe, can you confirm or deny with your wife the next time you speak with her that there is a scene in one of these movies in which this alleged incident <laughs> takes place? Because I don't know, and so we need to we need to check. I mean, the I tape can, on we this. can risk it all, and I can call her right now. No, 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 no. Why would he say it if it's not true? There's, it's got to be true. You don't. You're right. You're right. If it's on the internet, it's got to be true, Joe. That's that's how the internet works. You got you got me. Oh, yeah, here it is. Here it is. I just literally Googled Michael Myers kiss. Nope. And uh, there it is. It's, it's a weird Google search that you now have in your. Well, uh, I'm. Rest I, in peace, your uh, suggested ads moving forward. <laughs> Lori. Apparently, Lori Strode is her character's name. Okay. Uh, the Weekly Huddle podcast tweeted in four takes. I've got two food related takes mm. and two football related takes. You'd like the football takes first, yes? Let's get let's go one on one. Let's start okay. with football. Cam Jones, linebacker of Indiana, is the single most slept on prospect in this draft. That's a bold claim. I did him, did I not? What's the name of the player? Cam, Cam Jones. Smith. Cam Jones, excuse me. Cam Jones, linebacker of Indiana. Oh yeah. I haven't done him. Kyle has, I know that. I think he gave him a mid round grade. I did give him a mid round grade. He's certainly a draftable player. A little undersized. I believe he's he's listed in the mid two twenties. Um, what I think the thing that I would like to see from Cam is just more splash plays in general, whether it's plays in the passing game or tackles for loss 
or pressures on third downs. It's he's a really consistent player, but I I don't know like playing in Indiana if you don't have a lot of splash plays. Um, I think the sell when you also have some physical skill like size questions, it's just kind of a a, a weird mix in my mind. Futek. As someone who has worked in Buffalo pizzerias for the past four years, I can safely say that Buffalo sauce is the most infuriating food product to exist. It doesn't actually exist in Buffalo pizzerias since it's just hot sauce and butter, a.k.a. mild or medium sauce. The heck is going on with this take? Joe, this one's all you, buddy. Yeah, I, I'm not exactly sure what they're trying to communicate here. I mean, in, in you don't when you guys are going to be there this weekend. They're just oh, called really? chicken wings in Buffalo, right? We don't call them buffalo wings. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go up to somebody and say, "Hey, can I get some buffalo wings?" I mean, they'll know what you're talking about, but it's more of a identifier that the origination of the sauce and concept of flavoring your chicken wings like that originated in Buffalo, New York. So, um, I, that's all it is. So I, I guess there's a sense of pride that I think we should have about something that's been so deeply expanded across the country uh, always has that detail about it being from Buffalo. So uh, I, I guess it's fine, but I understand. I kind of see where he's coming with this, but Joe, what, uh, what family, small family owned restaurant in Buffalo uh, was the original creator of Buffalo Sauce. Anchor Bar. Very well. Oh, very good. Very well job. done. Very excellent well done. job. That's that's excellent out of you. Uh, the other t- the other football take from the Weekly Huddle Podcast, and I'm all the way out. Where's the poop hat? I'm going to need it for this one. Looking at them pu- as purely prospects and ignoring what they have done in the NFL so far, Cam Smith is the best corner prospect in the past three drafts. All past out. three. All the way out. Wow, so Sauce was definitely last year, and so, so was Derek right. Stingley. Uh, yeah, and Sauce is um, better than Cam Smith. I'm sorry, as a prospect. I mean, not doing this. Not going to, so quit asking. Yeah, I, he won't be my highest grade. And the great thing about the way we, we scout players is we'll we, know. We'll, we'll know. know, yeah. That's right. Uh, we'll get the answer to that question. Yeah. Uh, and then the last food take. Favorite sh- – it's, it's more of a question. Favorite sugary drink, and then the Weekly Huddle Podcast says the correct a- answer is – Loganberry? Question mark. I don't know what this is. Yeah, that's Lager another berry? Buffalo Sugary. staple. It's another Lager- Buffalo staple. Is it oh, I didn't Lager- know we were doing locked on bills here. Yeah, <laughs> herd mentality read- episode two twenty five. Listen, here. Right here. I just read <laughs> with takes, special okay? guest Chris Schubert and Kyle Krabs. <laughs> I just read the takes as they're presented. The, what is? I don't think it's that good. I'm not a big Loganberry fan. Is he saying so it's it, the best sugary drink? He said best sugary drink. Uh, you know, I'm going. I'll, is sugary I'll, drink uh, like another thing Buffalo invented or what? No, no. Loganberry is a Buffalo thing, but not sugary drinks, obviously. What, what, what is a sh- like? Is, I don't know, you say soda, sweet juice, tea, soda. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Tea, pineapple sweet, juice. Have you had teeth. that? That's pretty freaking good. So Pineapple yeah, juice? Yeah, I love pineapple juice with a little tequila in there. <laughs> yeah, I just. Yeah, where, <laughs> so, what, yeah. what draws the line? Like, is apple juice a sugary drink? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I'm just confused as the family Kool-Aid. of drinks that are are classified as sugary uh, drinks. Sugary, yeah, it's it's a tough thing to to. to... How about this? How about this Wawa diet iced tea, lemon well, tea? Well, well, let me see the let me see the nutritional facts on the back. There's it's it's, the... it's diet, so there's no sugar, but there's yeah, a bunch right. of Regular chemicals that tea. make it sweet. Yeah, yeah. 
Let's take from Chad Prince. He's got two of them. All bo- both bo- it's about the Bills. Bo- about Bo Nix. Is it is it a Josh Allen question? No. Take number one. You're going to be insufferable this weekend when we're all together in Buffalo for two days. Take number one. Bo Nix has been what we all thought Will Levis would be in 2022. I think Will Levis has been everything we thought Will Levis would be in 2022. Um, the great thing yeah, is we'll get the, we'll we'll get to hold Will Levis's performance against Georgia up against Bo Nix's and get some kind of a one for one. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, the I think second. there's there's just more context than that, right? Like, Bo Nix has put, been great. Bo right, Nix has been like, excellent. Right, you can, but so both things can be true. You can be satisfied with both players. Yeah, we don't have to do this, Joe. It's it's kind of the premise of a lot of the takes we get on the show. We don't have to oh. do that. We we can we can have nuance, but it's a good point. Print the shirts. Uh, part we don't have to do this. Uh, the don't second part of the take. This. The second part of the take is if Knicks has a successful All Star circuit and combine, he's going to go in the top forty. Forty is very rich. But Bo Nix was my TDN premium discord selection for potential surprise riser quarterback. So I would not be surprised to see him take a meteoric rise when it's all said and done. Well, you said something there. I'd like to ask you a follow-up. The TDN premium discord, what's, what's that? Yeah, so for anybody who uh, enrolls in TDN premium, in addition to an ad-free browsing experience on the website and some exclusive content and also uh, the much-awaited return of the mock draft machine, which is inching ever more closely. We hear your questions. Don't worry. We're not. We didn't just delete it and say, oh, well, never mind. We're not going to do that anymore. No, it's no, going to be We're working back, very hard on bigger, it. Better, better than ever very soon. Uh, but in addition to all of those experiences, um, you also get access to our exclusive community on Discord where – we have film studies where we watch all 22 together and talk about football and we have happy hour and then we have watch alongs for primetime games. And it's this really tight knit group of people and we have all these fun conversations and in there uh, I can find the, the screenshot if I need to, to legitimize myself. But uh, my choice for, I think it was Ray and Keith who had a discussion on one of our other podcasts and, and as to who that quarterback was going to be that, makes the big jump out of nowhere. And my choice is Bo Nix because he's always been a toolsy guy. He's just played boneheaded and played at Auburn, which as we're seeing um, is swimming upstream in a lot of ways. And now he's going to Oregon. And after a struggle against Georgia, he's been excellent this season. This take from chance take the Eagles would have been better off sending a fourth round for Kareem Hunt. Excuse me, sending a fourth for Kareem Hunt and Robert Quinn. The dynamic pass-catching threat from the backfield for Hurts would have made the Birds' offense truly untouchable, while Quinn is more of a lotto ticket due to age and playing time than people will admit. Might be a decent take. I I, I, th- I think I like this. Here's the thing. I'm feeling how he's not done. So... We'll it might not be, but I, I think if you just hold it up and like he has in this take, and you, it's an either or, I think there's a good case to be made for Kareem Hunt being able to actually make a bigger ramp impact for this team. I am indifferent. I like the addition of Quinn. I would like the addition of a back. We'll see what how he does. 
We move over to the TD and Premium Discord, as mentioned, for some takes here. It's a bit of a tattle take that Kyle pointed out. It's a food take from Mr. JPEG. Food take. All seafood is inferior to a good steak. All seafood. I, I agree with this take. Because I do I personally don't like seafood. So I agree with Same. this take. But I could yeah, I, I, I could understand I could understand why to Kyle, somebody who enjoys seafood, this take is yeah. blasphemous and I respect your opinion. I just don't personally is like it, seafood. It like am I in the minority here? Like not on the show, but like in the well, general yes, on populace. The, on the show, I yes. don't I don't care about the show. I know you guys have a lot of bad taste, and that's fine. Wow. But like no seafood. Like I know you get you don't like fish, it's gamey, all that kind of stuff, but like Shrimp, crab, lobster, shellfish. I like those things, but I'd rather have steak. What about... See, I don't like um, those things, and I would still rather have steak. But I, I guess I'm just curious what percentage of the population deems seafood to be good or bad. It's true. It's a good point. Maybe we can do some market so research on this. How do you frame um, that? Is it, would you rather never be able to eat seafood or never be able to eat steak? Well, no, because a steak is excellent as well, but... If you're going to tell me I can have a lobster and it's a good lobster, I'm going to take the really? lobster. You take the lobster, the lobster really? tail over uh, steak. Yeah, yeah, I would. Wow, that's it's rough. It's and rough lobsters, take, but... lobsters, okay to me. I don't. It's not as good as the prices are, right? Like I don't love it for what you have to pay for it. Well, let's also acknowledge that when we go to St. Elmo's in Indianapolis, you, you can't buy the nice. You can buy a six ounce steak for sixty dollars. But I don't think anybody's going to St. Elmo's to get a six-ounce steak, right? <laughs> you want like no, the no, 14, I, 16, yeah. 24 ounces. I mean, yeah. you're paying a pretty, pretty, pretty penny for those as well. It's fair. Right, but i that's my point. I'm willing to pay for the taste there. As what percent to... of Americans like seafood? I will I mean, be doing some research. I'm doing some research. I'm doing some research. Can I move the show along? Can we go to the next take while you're doing this? Or do yeah, I and then I'll, I'll come okay. back. This is a take that Dolphins Craze put into the, in the TDM Premium Discord, and I know Joe didn't see this, but he also added that he has a strange feeling that Joe is either going to be all in or all out on this take. So he's calling his shot that this oh. is a Joe take in which he's either going to be all in about <laughs> it or he's going to feel a certain type of way about it. Take. The only correct way to open a banana is from the bottom, the part that isn't the stem. I've heard about this, but I don't do it. But I, I, evidently, there, there's something about opening it from the bottom where the stringy stuff is taken out of the equation, and I know that, and I still don't open it from the bottom. Yeah, and you you remove your chances of fudging up the tip of the banana. Or, like, if you take it from the stem, but, like, it's just a little too ripe, and you pull on it, and then, like, yeah, you smash bad. the end of the banana yeah, and stuff, and then you got to peel, peel the whole top inch of the banana off and throw it out. Yeah, it's never. You good. don't get you don't get that from the stem. I, I have recently adopted the stem approach, and I will never go back. Really? What? How do yes. you? So, but how do you change a behavior like just that? Pinch. I think that's what. It, yeah, I know. I get it. Okay. But like, you, you, you ruin one to too many. It. You ruin one too many bananas, and you get sick and tired of throwing out a third of your banana every time. And so you've been able to, you've been able to to, to change. You've been able yeah, to I pick it. it up and say, well, I, I get I usually give the stem just a gentle tug, and then I'm like, <laughs> just nope, kind of see where it's, it's too too ripe. I'll go to the other end and just open it that way. <laughs> All right, I'll try to adjust. I know I need to. I've heard try this for to a while. do it at least once and, and see how you how it goes. I think you'll be this surprised. take this take from the real Tweebs. Take Geno Smith is fourth in MVP race right now, only behind Allen, Mahomes, and Hertz. Yeah, it's true. 
Sure. I mean, I mean, there's. I'm not going to do this because it's going to open a can of worms. But there's a running back that deserves some consideration for MVP. But Saquon Barkley. Yes. Derrick Henry. No, oh, Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Saquon deserves oh, MVP. Love. I. I. You know how I am. I. I don't. Even I know. That's why I don't want to open this can of worms worst, on Joe. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, this take from Dolphins Christ take Mac Jones is the week one starting quarterback for the Colts in 2023. They better hope not. Man, the Colts can't do that, can they? I mean, they they can do whatever they want, Joe. They just I know, but dude, you you can't. You can't do another like dart throw. No, how about how quickly I, Patriots fans have just completely dumped Mac Jones after defending him so hard? So hard. It was so annoying. No, it's amazing. No, no. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, first time take, Pedo oh, Bolsa. I'll clap I after I hear it. I'll clap is, after I hear it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Eli. Eli. Who, 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 <laughs> oh, who okay. Hey, yeah, Eli. Okay. <laughs> Another Bills fan, by the way. He's got three yeah. takes for us. Yeah. Three takes. I, how, are, is, are any of them about Stephon Diggs? No, they're, one of them is about the Bills, though. Oh, okay. Excuse me, four takes, four takes. I didn't, punctuation's Jeez. not my strong suit. There's periods in here. For, take number one, Bills don't need to trade for a running back. Yes, they do. I, yeah, They I, don't I need They it. don't need to, but right. you'd like to think they do. Sure. I don't want to give up much, but yeah, I I, I wish they did the James Robinson deal badly. Yeah, yeah. You can't have one running back that you trust. You can't. And I don't even love running backs, but you, they don't have, they don't have two running backs. You, you got to have two. Adobo is an all-purpose seasoning and matches with every kind of meat. Still never had it. We did this adobo thing a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I do. I I have. It turns out I actually had the actual mix. I didn't have to make it. We had the actual mix, like buried in the bottom of our spice thing. Wow, I love to so see I it. used it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. French press. What you, you put dark? on? Uh, we did uh, fish fillets the other day, and then we also did it with chicken. Very good. Then we did black pepper as well, but. French press dark roast beans is the king of coffees. I don't know. Whatever beans uh, are used in the Dunkin' K cups I get, that's the ones I like. <laughs> Brother, you think I have a clue on this? Do you guys know anything about these beans? No, no, but you okay. I don't do French press. My wife does this stuff every day because I hate when she uh, turns it on. She grinds the beans. And there's a every morning, there's a three-second moment where that thing comes on, and me and my daughter, I just we get annoyed. You know, it's just a loud noise for grinding those beans. It's like just use a regular K cup. The Eagles will not make it to the Super Bowl. Is his fourth take? I'll take the field, but yeah, I'll take the field too. Sure, that's a lazy out on my part. This take if, from uh, this this take from PD Kill, whose avatar on the TD and Premium Discord is is Go Bills, is Jordan Mitala with. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne's face photoshopped <laughs> on top of him. That's phenomenal. Uh, That's so good. Uh, <laughs> For those who maybe missed, oh, was it last week? Was it last week's show? Yeah, go last, listen to last, last Friday. Friday's Ozzy, yeah. Ozzy Jordan Lightella. It's actually hyphenated too, Joe. I don't know if you knew that, uh, but Ozzy gotta... Jordan is hyphenated. It's yeah. his full full legal first name. Little known fact. This take take, take from P. <laughs> take. If the Patriots lose these next two games and go into their bye three and six, 
Bill Belichick will step down as head coach and step no. further into the no. GM president of football operations role, similar to the Celtics and Brad Stevens, allowing for the team to see what they have in an in-house coach like Gerard Mayo and making it easier a transition for the fan base uh, used to seeing Bill on the sidelines. I will say this. I appreciate the the analogy to what Boston did with Brad Stevens, but I yep. will tell you this. Brad Stevens stepped down as the head coach when he still had a lot of clout and still had been doing a very, very successful job there in Boston and moved into that role. Bill's kind of losing some of the goodwill he's had because the team's not very good. That's completely if only we could have seen this coming. It, it doesn't happen in the NFL, though, right? Like, there's no... There's Arians, no Arians just did it in the offseason. Right. In season, yeah, I agree. Season, yeah. But also, we know that Bill is doing this because he wants the records, right? He wants the win totals. You can't get win totals if you're not a head coach. I have a take to share with you guys, and then you're going to have to filibuster because somebody keeps ringing the doorbell, and I have to go see what's going on downstairs. <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll report back. Take. It's from Tell Sam me you don't want any. Take. Fewer than 20 players will receive first-round evaluations from the dudes. Whoa. Fewer than 20. Okay, Joe, let's do this by position since we got to probably buy, I'd say, a minimum three minutes here for Chris. Are we assu- we're assuming <laughs> uh, Chris is leaving that in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. he, <laughs> he is now because we're going to ask him about it when he gets back, too. Yeah, we don't, we don't have to pretend <laughs> like we're not like just at our houses recording a podcast and people right. know that. Like, right. stuff right. happens. Okay, um, so quarterbacks. Okay. Wow, that was fast, Chris. We didn't even get it into the take. What'd you, what'd you, what'd you get? There's nobody there. You going to buy a vacuum got, or what? It's Michael Myers. Oh. He's actually, he just snuck into your closet. He's ready well, to kiss the best you. Part, the best part is I have Bluetooth headphones, so I can hear you guys <laughs> saying that you need to filibuster, but that was the filibuster my, I needed, I, so continue. Can I, real quick, though, my wife, because we've been texting about this Michael Myers thing, she is emphatically... Letting me know that they have never kissed. It's absolutely not. Um, Rewind. Somebody somebody roll the tape in which Joe said it's got to be truthful. I know. 15 minutes ago. She said that's a kiss on set, not in the movie. I've, sh- I've showed her the picture. She is, she is uh, very much saying that this doesn't happen, and she claims to be a great uh, fan of the Halloween series. All right, so fewer than 20 players are going to receive a first-round evaluation from the dude. For the dudes. Man, this might be true. <laughs> it's a good number. I'll, I'll tell. I'll tell you what, Sam. It's a good number. You pick right on the line. Consensus, like Kyle and I, will both have a first round grade on them. So Sam doesn't. Sam doesn't specify that. Is it Sam Teets? It is Sam Teets. So okay. I think what you're saying, Joe, is a, is a good variation of this. Is that you both will come in on a first round grade on a player. Man, I think that's unlikely in any year, don't you? Well, how how many last year did you guys have where you both had a first round grade on a player? It's not apples to apples. I'm just I want to I want to give us a frame of reference here. Kyle feels like he is deep in looking at a spreadsheet right now. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever Kyle's been <laughs> cooking up. <laughs> it's because that's exactly what he's doing. Joseph, right, we know. Yeah, ask of... ask Lorraine about Stephen. Oh, Lloyd. Oh no, no. So you're not even you're not even going down the rabbit hole of something. What do I that say? How do I about? frame the question? Explain Stephen Lloyd. Explain Stephen Lloyd. All right. Yep. Text yep. has been sent. Hopefully, oh. hopefully the listeners enjoy this bit because it's maybe only funny to the three of us. 
Well, he Stephen Lloyd is a minor character in the Halloween series. He is the only son and child of Jamie Lloyd and serial killer Michael Myers. Oh Whoa. no, Laurie! No, Laurie Strode's di- it's di- that's a different character. But <laughs> twenty first round evaluations from the dudes, Kyle. That's Did Laurie Strode kiss Michael Myers along with Tina Williams? Laurie is one of two characters to kiss Michael while he is wearing a mask. So never mind on she says, Stephen Lloyd. She says, tell me what movie and scene it is if you don't believe me. <laughs> okay, so, 20, fired up. so 21st round grades. 21st round grades. <laughs> yeah, where do you... Okay, mutual... Uh, I would say have, out of all the all the quarterbacks that are out there, we're probably going to give pro- at least two, right? We have some questions about all of the guys, but yeah, I, I think, think it's two. probably we safe to, to assume you'll, you'll get two. Yeah. You're probably going to get two running backs, right? Oh, Gibson Robinson. It's Joe. It's Joe. I, I know you'll give two first. Round Let's go conservative. I think one. I think one. One. Okay. Two wide receivers. Uh, Jordan Addison's one. getting one. Yeah, I, I think so. I think two is a safe. Okay. Number. So uh, one tight end. Michael. Mayer? Very safe number. Yeah, that's okay. six. So six. Offensive tackles. Skaronsky's probably going to get one. Broderick you know, Jones Bro- is probably yeah. going to get one. Jalen Duncan get one. Jalen Duncan's probably going to get one. Can we cap it there just to be conservative? Okay, so you're at eight players now. Probably zero into your offensive line. Right. Although I'm really in on Torrance and John Michael Schmitz, but yeah. The edge guys. So you have Will Anderson. Yeah. You have... Miles Murphy. Yep. You have Isaiah Foskey. I think all three of those are slam dunk yep. first round grades. There, Tyree Wilson. Yes. Tyree Wilson. 100%. 100%. Yes. That's uh, 12. Any other slam dunk ones? I think Derek Hall, Nolan Smith. Um, fringe. fringe. I can see them being 84s, 84 and a half. So yeah. 85s are cut off. Yeah. Okay. I'm good there. Okay. So, Chris, that brings us to 12. That brings us to 12. And I know a bunch of players you haven't named yet. So. Interior defensive lineman. Carter. Jalen Carter. Brian Breezy. I think those two are the locks. I can see like Irvin Dexter being fringe and Mm. maybe sneaking in. Man, he sizzled again. I don't know if I can get there with him. But two, I think, is safe. That's safe. When's the last time we had three? That's a lot. Two is a good number. Okay, Chris, so does the that two interior defensive linemen give us, what, 14 here? That puts us at 14 total players, yes, so far. Okay. Linebackers. Simpson and Toho Toho? Yes. That's 16. Corners. Ringo, Cam Smith. Porter Gonzalez are the other two that pop. In terms let's of names? get let's let's go at least one of the two. So, three. so that's nineteen. That's nineteen. Mm-hmm. And safeties. Branch Johnson, our candidates. Brian Branch going to get a one from me. I could tell you that right now. And we did not count Jameer Gibbs, so I'll be over twenty. Yeah, I think it's a. I think it's the right number. It was the take that we'd be under twenty? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sounds like 20, we're going to yeah. get there. Sounds like we're going to hit the over there. And that's not even getting into some of the names that just 
inevitably we're going to feel some type of way about when we do the deep dives. So this take from RC take windows in the NFL are small. See Packers saints bucks. So contenders should always be aggressive making trades when they're in position as a top two seed. I, 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 I take exception with the three teams that he mentions the saints and the Packers windows were open for a really, really long time. Really long time. The Halloween, Res- Halloween Resurrection is the movie you're looking for to tell a ring, by the way. Jesus, this is never going away. Chris, I'm done. Can you repeat the take? Yeah, I, I knew because I knew you didn't hear it. Take, windows in the NFL are small. See, Packers, Saints, Bucks. So contenders should always be aggressive making trades when they're in, posi- when they're in position as a top two seed. This is kind of like the, the the Eagles have had this ideology for a while because they've cycled a few times, right? Kind of were a contender. Yeah, that's and true. And then they, they scaled back. I think Philly does a really good job with the cyclical contending windows. Uh, and quite frankly, it's probably a more realistic way to approach uh, team building than trying to build a sustained decade-long winner, right? Unless you have an absolute top-shelf quarterback that can lock down that position for you. It's pretty interesting. I've got two more takes and then we can get into, and these are quick takes and then we can get into um, two truths and a lie. This take from mm-hmm. Will, and it's mainly for me because I don't think you guys are going to understand it. Take American sports fans complain about things like roughing the passer, targeting long basketball and baseball reviews and other bad rules, but none of them are as bad as V a R will. What a great take from As you. VAR? That, uh, wait, VAR. I know what this is. I know what this okay. is. I know okay. what this is. It is the uh, electronic um, visualization of the soccer ball with the soccer net having to cross all the way across the goal line. You are in the right sport, and I appreciate the effort, but no, you are incorrect. VAR is virtual assistant referee. So what it is, it is the it's the or excuse me, the video assistant referee, and so it is the soccer version of a review system. So let's say there is a goal that gets scored, but the player is deemed to be offsides. Well, the VAR has to signal to the referee, "Hey, you missed this. We're going to take a look at it. We're going to check to make sure that that person is offsides." And then what you'll see, and I don't know if any of you've seen this, but the referee will like blow his whistle and do one of these. And that's his signal for, I got to go talk to the VAR. And he goes over to a little monitor, and then he looks at the little monitor, and then he comes back, and he does one of these, and then he points to whatever the ruling is. And it is awful. You think some of the stuff we see on Sundays is bad in terms of challenges being overturned or not being called properly? It is 15 times worse in soccer. It is brutal. I feel like I've heard that soccer, um, they don't like to admit that they're wrong about stuff, right? Like Because I was at a game – I was at a game and there was a very controversial call that like even me as a very loose understander of everything. It's like, yeah, that was wrong. And then people are like, well, that's just soccer. They don't like to admit that they were wrong about a call. And it's like a real thing. And the VAR is a tough thing because they've introduced it because they want to get calls right. And they seemingly continue to screw it up. And it's under constant criticism. Uh, The last take here is this comes from Jamie Eisner, who is sharing a tattle take. Uh, As we are recording the show, there is a, um, uh, TDM Premium Discord event going on right now where they are previewing week eight of college football. And apparently this was said in that conversation. Oh, and so boy. Jamie is bringing it to me. Sam Russo, uh, one-time co-producer of this show from a uh, content perspective. <laughs> Has Bo Nix greater than sign Will Levis? And he wanted oh, to tell. This is going to be the, the hot take now, right? 
This is what we're doing. Hot no, nobody paid attention to Bo Nix until they played UCLA, and everybody now everybody got a hot take on you on Bo Nix or mm. Bo Nix. I gave my. We do have a developing situation here. Okay. From is this the stupid Halloween thing? Oh my yeah. goodness gracious! And I, this is going to end it. it. Well, I'm here to tell you, we're not talking about it past Monday because then the holiday's over, so it's here done it after today. She, she's going to claim that it's not from the same timeline, so it doesn't count. Mrs. Marino, wow. I haven't seen that one in years. I'm proven wrong. What a plot twist. We got a little bit, little, little few things done here on the recording of the show. Shuby bought a vacuum. We got some clarity here. Vacuum. Nobody's here. Nobody was here. Get out of here. Two truths and a lie. Standings entering, what is this, week five? Week one, two, three, four, six. Week six. Week six of Two Truths and a Lie. Joe is five and five. Kyle is six and four. I am three and seven. That is the way the standings currently are uh, set up. Who would like to go first? I'd be happy to. Okay. Joe's going to loosen us up here. So, Kyle, right. are you going to do this thing? Are we working together or not? Because you have this lead and you're going to be a um, jerk about it. Let's get the takes. Let's All get right. the takes. I, I would love to. <laughs> got the lead. You're going to be a jerk about it, he said. Well, I did hang Joe out to dry last week with the Patrick Sertan. You sure yeah, did. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, that one's you a million sure percent did. true. <laughs> all right. Here we go. All of my uh, all of my takes, they have a th- – or not my takes. My statements have a theme, and it has to deal with uh, tight ends and opposing defenses against tight ends. So three statements about – uh, defensive success against tight ends. The first statement is this. The Rams' defense has allowed the fewest receptions in the NFL this season to tight ends. The Rams' defense has allowed the fewest receptions in the NFL this season to tight ends. Number two, the Falcons have allowed the most receptions in the NFL this season to tight ends. The Falcons have allowed the most receptions in the NFL this season to tight ends. Number three, the Jets and the Bills are the only two teams in the AFC to not allow a receiving touchdown to a tight end in 2022. The Jets and Bills are the only two teams in the AFC to not allow a receiving touchdown to a tight end in 2022. Chris, do your inventory. Yep, I'm doing my inventory right now. So you, you talk me through the other takes, but I that feels true based on the initial thought process. What sucks is they these all feel true. So I think we're going to have to just use logic to yep. identify a weak point. Rams have the fewest receptions in the NFL, a lot of tight ends. The Falcons have the most. Jets and Bills are the only two AFC teams to not allow receivers. Why do I feel David and Joku caught a touchdown against the Jets in that week three game against the Bills? They scored 30 points. They did score 30 points. I here's what I'll tell you. Pittsburgh didn't. Oh. Miami didn't. Miami did not. Uh, Green Bay did not also play Green Bay and Denver didn't score a touchdown. Their touchdown was Um, on the ground. It was Latavius Murray. So I can tell you for a fact that the last four games, it hasn't happened. I don't think Mark Andrews caught one against the Jets. The Bengals was the other game. And then the game in question for me is the Browns. Here's the thing. Okay. I'm willing to bet that both the Bills and the Jets have not conceded a touchdown to a tight end. The catch is... Is there a third team AFC team in the AFC that has not, which would make this statement false? I will tell you in listening to the first two statements, I agreed with both of them when I heard them, like they felt truthful, right? Because the Rams don't one. I don't think they've played 
anybody. They played the 49ers. Did Kittle even play in that game? He, yeah, I think he caught like a couple of passes. But like they played, they played the Cardinals. Like I, this is tough. They this played tough. the Rams, or they they played the Bills week one, and that was a big Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs performance. They play the Panthers. I mean, what, Tommy Tremble. I mean, what are we doing here? Uh, the Falcons played the Bucks. Their tight ends. They played the Seahawks. No offense. And Disley. Disley's catching like four balls a game. Okay. I say the Atlanta one's true. Okay. So now we're down to the Rams have given up the fewest <sighs> catches to tight ends, or the Jets and Bills thing is false. I'm going to take the technicality because I think the Rams one sounds true as well. I'm going to say that he snuck it. There's a third team in here that he slipped out for the sake I, of take. Yeah, I have to I have to agree with you because I cannot afford to to go down. So I need to I need to keep it close. So I agree. I'm going to go with that the, one. That is the, the third is the false statement, Joseph. Yep, the third. It locked it in. Locked in. All right, the Jets and the Bills are the only two teams in the AFC to not allow a receiving touchdown to a tight end. Uh, in the NFC, the Dallas Cowboys, Packers, Saints, and Rams have all not allowed a receiving touchdown to a tight end. Uh, the Rams have allowed the fewest receptions to tight ends. That's only 14 the of them Falcons. so far this year. The Falcons. The Falcons. could because, wow. and, and the reason is because the Arizona Cardinals, with all of their tight end erasers, have allowed the most receptions wow. to tight ends at 51. Should, Falcons at 51. 51, so the, the the discrepancy from 14 to 51 is pretty significant. Falcons are number two with 50 receptions allowed, and then the Dolphins at 47. Okay, so our process was good. Process was good. But you both took an L. I will, uh, yeah, we both took an L, so I moved to three and eight. Kyle moves to six and five. Joe, the door is open. The door is open. Why don't I'll I go, go next? next? Why don't, okay. All right, oh, yeah, 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 okay. I'll go next. I'll go next. Okay. So here are my three statements. Okay. The three top 10 quarterbacks from the 2020 NFL draft class, Joe Burrow, Tua Tungavaloa, and Justin Herbert, in order, all rank top six in their respective franchise history for the following statistics. Jesus. Oh, you got to be. You got to be. Oh, you got to be kidding. Passing touchdowns, passer rating, and adjusted net yards per attempt with a minimum of 200 passing attempts. That is one. I, I hate you. I just want you to know I absolutely hate you. Statement number two. Patrick Mahomes is 21,150 career passing yards are good for second place all time in Kansas City Chiefs history. You're out of your mind. Statement number three. Najee Harris ranks 23rd all-time in Steelers history in rushing yards. His career-long rush is the lowest of any of the top 25 rushers on the list. Uh, Joe, Joe, the, Joe, this is, this is not, this is not yeah. what Two Truths and a Lie is about. This right, is this oh, is. come on. Because Najee, Najee Harris could be 22nd, in the, and that's the lot. This is, this is ridiculous. I can tell I'll you. I'll play the game. I'll I can tell you game. statistically. Corey, Statistically, Najee, I will tell you, Najee Harris being ranked 23rd is a fact. I, I, here's what I want And to I will tell you, what, Patrick Mahomes' 21-150 is a correct number. 
here's what I'm going to tell so you. So would you like me to say Patrick, Patrick Mahomes ranks second all-time in Kansas City Chiefs passing yards? Is that better? And of the top 25 rushers in Pittsburgh Steelers history, Najee Harris has the lowest long individual rush. Does that make you feel better? No, it doesn't. Remove it doesn't. the gray area? I think the listeners will tell you how they, they, they feel about this, too. They'll have our backs. Joe, this is ridiculous. Now, that being said. Well, here's the thing is, the Chiefs one's the one that's interesting to me. Second all time, I think there might be a case for Len Dawson and Alex Smith having more uh, career passing yards for the Chiefs. Well, he said he is second all time, didn't he? He kind of. Well, I said, I said the statement is Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes is second place all time in Kansas City passing yards. Okay, is so, my amended amended statement to remove the gray area and the technicality no, that we're I, worried I, about that the I, number that I gave was incorrect. No, I I, I appreciate you giving that because I think twenty one thousand one fifty con- confirming that as a true statement helps us because that can allow us to really kind of think about the reality of if Alex Smith was able to achieve that many passing yards with the Chiefs. How many years do you think Alex Smith was their starting quarterback? Like eight. So if he had, it was a pretty good stretch, man. Sure. So if he so had like 3,000 yards a year, which I'm sure he had more. It's, tw- it's 2,400. Right. So I, I'm fearful that Len Dawson and Alex Smith have more passing yards than he, Patrick Mahomes. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If that first one, and Joe, tell me if you disagree with this. If that first one is the lie, then Kyle got us with the word salad. Because I'm just going to just chop right. There's way too much going on in no, there. No, and I, and I think to- it's true, though. It's a lot to sort through. But those guys being top, top six in those categories, you got to think, like, top six, man. In order for you to be in that type of cat, uh, stratosphere for an organization, I mean, the NFL's only really been a thing since what, like nineteen? I guess for those teams in particular, the Dolphins were like 68. 60, 66 or something but, like that. Yeah, Bengals are newer than that, right? Right, they're newer than that, and the Chargers, the Chargers are a pretty old team. They had like Dan Fouts, Philip Rivers. They had Daryl LaMonica. Drew Brees. Yeah, but for three years, he was horrible there. So for them to, to be top six, especially when those are more, like, not volume stats, I think that's all true. And and, and I, I think that Kyle would say that. Kyle would purposely bring those three quarterbacks up and, and shed them in a positive light uh, for a reason. So I'm, I'm going to concede that that's true. I think Kyle would find a reason to to slander Najee, so I think that's true. And I think I can legitimately think of two quarterbacks that I think have more than 21,000 passing yards for the Chiefs. I think okay, two's Joe. the lie. Two's the lie. Lock it in. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' 21,150 career passing yards are good for second place all-time in Kansas City Chiefs history is indeed the lie, but Alex Smith is not the other quarterback Oh, really? alongside oh, Len goodness. Dawson. Really? Who the hell is it? Alex Smith played five years in Kansas City, passed for 17,608 yards. Our math wasn't good there, Joe. Hey, we got to the right point. Who's number two all-time for the Chiefs? What name are we we not thinking of right now? With 310 yards this weekend... Patrick Mahomes will pass Trent Green. Trent Green, I was going to say it. I was going to say it, and I didn't. Oh, if you would have said it, I would have... 
we would have gotten there felt anyway. even better about number yeah, two. Yeah, we would have gotten there anyway. But I almost didn't. Process I, I was bad, myself. but the result was good. Uh, oh, real boy. quick, real quick as follow-ups. Uh, my apologies for what I was watch, apparently. I don't want your follow-ups. Uh, I don't want your follow-ups. Uh, controversial first take. I just thought it was very interesting that amidst all of the different pathways that Joe Burrow, Tua Tagovailoa, and Justin Herbert have taken to this point. They are indeed top six for their respective franchises in passing touchdowns, adjusted net yards per attempt, and passer rating. Uh, Burrow and Herbert are number one in passer rating for their respective teams, and Tua is number two behind only Chad Pennington. Uh, And then Najee Harris's career-long rush of 37 yards is indeed the lowest number of any of the top 25 rushers in the history of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, I will go here to close us out here. I'll I'll do something real simple next week, guys. Dude, Joe and, Joe not, and Kyle play, try and play the gotcha game. Just thought it was Joe, interesting. Joe and Kyle currently tied at six and five, so this is a big one for them here. I'm at four and eight, holding down last place. Kenneth Walker has the most rushing yards over expected per attempt this season among running backs, according to Next Gen Stats. Micah Parsons leads the NFC in quarterback pressures for the season. The that Tennessee is incorrect. Is that according? Titans, is that according to next gen stats as well? According to next gen stats is what I read. All right, let's, would you like? It? All right. The third statement: the Tennessee Titans are second worst in yards per game on offense, only in front of the Carolina Panthers. Those are your three statements. I will read any of them again if you need them. No, I I, I got them. Uh, I know you spend some time on next gen stats, and I know you care about those first two. So what what do you got? Me? Yeah. I know Uchenna and Wosu. I don't know if it's from next gen stats, but I, I believe he is leading the NFL in pressures. Or leading the NFC in pressures. I just saw that's some volu- graphic. Man, and that's such a volume stat. And I it, in reality is Parson just doesn't rush the passer every play. And I mean like Rashawn Gary, I'm sure, has a ton. <sighs> now, that the, the worst thing that I think we can do right here is latch on to my immediate visceral reaction to one of the takes and just be married to that. I would hate that's for never, us to do that. That's never gone bad for anybody else. Here no, it's that's never that's gone never, bad ever for anybody. Bad. Aaron Donald still plays, right? I know he's not been... Kenneth Walker, most rushing yards over expected. I feel that one is true. Walker just had 167 last weekend. I know he was good. But he was didn't really the, play for the first few weeks, right? Yeah, but it's over expected, so it's it's not. There's some volume to that, right? But I know he had 76 yards. If you didn't think you were supposed to get 76 yards, that's a big. Hmm. And Chris, and then, the third the third one was what? The third one was the Tennessee Titans are second worst in yards per game on offense, only in front of the Carolina Panthers. What are you clicking at over there, Cheater? Me? Yeah, I hear you typing away. I'm not typing anything. There's some keys. Is any of these like easily to dismiss for you? This the the last one feels sufficient. I mean, they, they, they got they, out there, man. They just got a pick six. They just scored 19 points. We talked about they were only down in the reds. They were like last in red zone trips. 
like last week, and then they just scored 19 points against the Colts, and I know they got a pick six. Yeah, and I know they missed on two two of their red zone attempts last week because I remember when I was watching games with my brother, I was like, this, they're 12 of 13 in the red zone. Let's see if they keep it up. And then they didn't two times. Right. But that's yards, right? He's yards. Probably right about that, though. I think that's probably true. I'm willing to concede that being true. Feels like Chris would want to say something positive about Ken Walker. Like he like he's like in on him, right? Yeah, Probably just did a I, po- did he did Seahawks on the podcast now, this week, I'm sure. Now That's that we've true. now that we've <laughs> let this simmer, I did, not, I did not do Seahawks on the pod just to make, correct the record. I I think I'm gonna go with my gut. Which is number two is the false statement. The Mike Parsons. That was my lean as well. I'm it feels like the tra- it feels like a trap statement, right? It feels like it, it's yes. supposed to be the one that's so obvious, right? That you just latch onto it. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah, I like it. Locked in. Locked in. Mm. You sure? He seems happy. Yes. He seems happy. No, he's okay. he's trying to talk us out of it right now. According to Next Gen Stats, Micah Parsons leads the NFC in quarterback pressures for the season. Is the yeah. lie Kyle's gut exactly 100% correct? Uh, Kyle Krabs. Good Is work, it Uchen and Wosu? 31, Parsons wow. has 30. That's a hell of a poll there. That's Good a hell job, of Kyle. a poll. That's excellent. I, saw I, thought I, had you you I thought I had you this week. I saw I, I saw something about Wosu on the timeline about 31 pressures. And then as I like realized I didn't know exactly what the stat was, I'm like, shit, I don't want to do what Chris did <laughs> last week to Joe. <laughs> yeah. That's not true. I saw the graphic. <laughs> okay, so Chris, you made a little ground up. No, in fact, to the, the opposite. To the top of the standings. It's right? you guys are you guys are at seven and five. I'm at four and eight. I'm still way behind. Oh, you're so you're the same distance behind me. Joe just gained ground on me. Correct. I, I just got tied you. Yeah, it's the same distance for Mahalo. me. From My the top. apologies. Not drafting zoom math. Not not good at adding two numbers to a total of 10 to make it 12, but uh, okay. I'm interested in the feedback uh, to, to hear if the listeners have gripes with my two truths and a lie strategy, because again, I, I felt bad that there was the spirit of the game was, was felt to be violated. And it felt overwhelming, but I think it, it settled. It landed better than it did in the moment. I'll say that. Okay. Well, my apologies for violating the spirit of the game. My apologies that today's, and this week's episodes of Draft Dudes must come to a close. We got a lot of football to watch. We're going to be in Buffalo. I, I excuse me. We're going to be in Orchard Park on Sunday night for Sunday night football. <laughs> we'll be looking for some buffalo sauce and some buffalo wings, right, Chris? Uh, Kyle yes. Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert, the Draft Dudes. Make it a great weekend. Thanks for friends over Ben Online for their continued support of the show as well. We'll talk with you guys again on Monday. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you are at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com or follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.